Hey, my JBs, thank you so much for vibing with us and rocking with us through season one. Oh, my goodness. We are on the cusp of the 25th episode. We have five official episodes left. So what I need for you guys to do is I need you to start sharing and telling people about it and subscribing so that we can get this to the biggest blowout ever. Okay. So I just want to thank y'all so much again for vibing with us here at the J spot. I love you guys. So keep listening, keep sharing so that we can make this 25th episode epic. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Jay, and welcome to the J-Spot, and that J is spelled J-A-I-E. This podcast is all about music, all about albums, all about artists, all about different genres that a lot of people may not know, and we can introduce that to them. So sit back and relax and enjoy. Peace. Welcome back to the J spot and that J is spelled J A I E. So today I decided to pop in and give you guys a bonus episode on the legendary, the great Miss Aretha Franklin. (laughs) You already know that her movie has came out. So listen, please, y'all don't throw me under the bus. Please don't. I really didn't grow up on her music in my house. As I've said before, I grew up in a religious household. And as a young lady out here, my granny really didn't allow me to listen to secular music until I was in her eyes old enough. But I was always, always heard her gospel music, like on Sunday mornings, like Amazing Grace and Mary Don't You Weep, you know, all those songs like that. And sometimes when I would be with my mom and my dad, I would hear some of her secular music. But we all know that Miss Aretha is the queen of soul. We all know that she's legendary. She's great. And um, she deserves that title. So we're going to review that movie today. And we're going to unpack some of my favorite Aretha songs. Not yours. <laughs> But my favorite Aretha song So let's sit back and enjoy this But first, how's everyone doing? Is everyone great? Really? So are you a mime now or how's that going? (laughs) I'm a figment of your imagination (laughs) The lies you tell (laughs) I'm doing great I don't know how everyone else How are you doing? Who else is in here? (laughs) <laughs> Everyone, I just thought I create me a neighbor. The JBs, how are, I'm talking about them and you. Oh, hey to the JBs, how are y'all? <laughs> I hope everyone is great and well. Like I always say, you're alive, and it's not an accident that you're alive because there's more. Oh my God! Oh my God! He got it. What? He did not miss his cue. Um. So now you want to be funny. I do. 
Anyway, it is a beautiful day here in the great city of Houston in the great state of Texas from where I'm sitting. It is a beautiful day. It's cloudy with a chance of meatballs. And spaghetti. <laughs> so it is so great. So, I don't so, know why so. I feel like Rocksteady is hollering at us. Well, I mean, it's not. It's kind of faintly in it the is? background. Oh, yeah. okay. Just just faintly. Just faintly. All right. Hopefully it's still faint once we get into production. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so people, I am overjoyed right, because... Right. We have only two slots left. Two slots left for the live J spot recording. Uh-huh. Just two. And the I think I posted the event right probably like how many days ago? Like four? Uh yeah, it's been up less than a week. Less than a week and we only have two slots left. That's it. I am Wow. We're near sold out. Well, we're we might want to say sold we're out. sold out because we went over the went We over added the five limit. extra spots. Yeah, we, we gave room for five more people to connect and come in. So we're technically sold out, but we got some extra overflow. Just two. Just two. Just people. two. After two, it's your wrap. It's your wrap. It is your wrap. Shrink wrap. <laughs> it's done. As the song say, go on and take a bow because it's over now. Okay. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to keep this party going on today. I feel like saying Soul Train. They did dance to this song a mighty whole lot. On Soul Train. On the Soul Train. Yeah, I just feel like keep this Soul Train moving. Okay, folks. So anyway, we have a lot to unpack here. I really want us to have a lot of fun with this. So let's first go ahead and get into some songs that are in my mental jukebox. So this song. Yeah, we're going there. We're going there. We're going there. Even though this is a bonus episode, you still have to do the order of service. (laughs) (laughs) The order of service. Oh, okay. Songs in my mental jukebox, people. So I was, um, I think it was probably like three weeks ago. I was with you, David, and you were listening to Estelle's radio show on Apple Music. I was. And this song came on by Miss Diana Ross called It's My House. Mm -hmm. And I love this song. I did not know how raunchy it was, Mm. but I love the song. It's by Miss Diana Ross. Um, I just, I mean, I, I actually fell in love with it and I have been listening to it like over and over and the song was released in 1979 and it is on her album, The Boss, and it was written by Ashford and Simpson. I could tell. And it peaked at number 27 on the R&B chart. So today, just a little bit, just, oh, you, oh, you want it? just to ease my mind, just a little bit. Well, it's your house. <laughs> At the door. And if you come on in, you're gonna get much more. There's my chair, I put it there. Everything you see is with love and care. Have been watching. Sound like she was taking a census. <laughs> <laughs> this is how she, It's my house, and I live here. 
there's a welcome mat <laughs> at the door. If you see her perform this live, you'll understand why I said it's very raunchy. Well, I didn't know the- Diana was a freak like that. Well, Barry Gordy, look at that situation. Game uh, I mean, recognized game, <laughs> you know. And and it's her house. <laughs> What's his name? John Mayer performed an acoustic version of this song. I can hear him slowing this song for all the way Andy down. Cohen because Andy Cohen is a huge Diana Ross fan, and he performed it for him. And I loved it's it. It's my house. No, he he did it in the same rhythm. No, 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 no. He did it in the same rhythm. It was really, really good. What's that song John Mayer sing? Your body is your wonderland. (laughs) Your body is a wonderland and it's my house. (laughs) And I live here. (laughs) So. um, Pray for me. Also. It is the anniversary of Mr. Luther Vandross's debut album. <laughs> Never say Mrs. I said Mr. You put I Mr. said Mr. You put Mr. No, I did. No, I did you not. Spell, you spelled Mr. with two S's. No, I, I heard the two S's in No, that. I did not. Yes, you no, did. I didn't. I when did. you hear the playback, you are going to hear that extra. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I said it is the anniversary <laughs> of Mr. Luther Vandross. Drosses. Never too much His debut album Never too much Anyway You said mister Mister With two S's No I didn't You made sure you spelled it M-I-S-S dash No I did not I would not do Luther like that JB's I know y'all heard that Okay Whatever So I learned that his debut album Turned 40 And in honor of that I decided to pick my favorite song Off of the album His album older than me Yes older than me The album was released August 12, 1981 It was It was composed by Luther Vandross himself It reached 19 on the Billboard 200 And number one on the R&B Hip Hop charts The album was certified double platinum And earned him two Grammy nominations In 2020 The album ranked number 362 On Rolling Rolling Stones 500 greatest albums Rolling (laughs) Stones Rolling Stones 500 greatest albums Of all time They actually got this one right Somewhere No it was number 362 That's what I'm talking about Rolling Stones Let me shut up Let me shut up Anyway so my favorite song Actually I think this is My favorite Luther song ever It's called Don't You Know That Don't you know that That's your favorite song That's my favorite song By Luther Oh well that's good Let's go That's good good. Don't you know that I got your love You need to look no further Don't you know that Don't you know that After my love You'll never need another Don't you know that Don't you know that I don't make no promises I can't keep And I promised myself that I'd love you forever How many times must I say that For you to understand
also 112 sampled this song in a song that I debuted on the 112 episode. Remember the one you were trying to figure out when Mace was like Harlem World ATL, Harlem World ATL, ATL Harlem World. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. that song. Oh, they stole it. They didn't. They sampled it. Mm-hmm. Is that cookie good? <laughs> he had to turn his mic off so he could eat the cookie. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> anyway, new releases. So Mr. Nas released King's Disease 2. I love that album. It is great. It is great. Um, one of the songs that I'm feeling that everyone was talking about was the song that he has with Lauren Hill, Nobody. I like that one, and I, I think, like... I think the fact that he even got Lauren, how did he do that? That's a great question. Because I'm just saying, Lauren Hill is not... Oh, let me get the mic. Lauren Hill is not easy to get into the studio right now. I mean, but you know, they got history. You know, if I rule the world, all those things oh, like that. Oh, man, you are not lying. Yeah, they, they have history. They do have time together in the They same. do. They have, they have time together, so... Um, I like that song, Nobody, and I also like No Phony Love featuring Charlie Wilson. Hold on, he got a song with Charlie Wilson? Yeah. Hold on, can I hear it? You didn't listen to the album? Yeah, I listened to some. I didn't hear it. Ah. Okay. <laughs> ah, okay, Grace. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying. Okay. T- turn it up. I know you want to hear it. I do. Listen to the CD and skip this song. Easy. I listen to the CD. I, I, I'm just gonna bring it down. I just wanted to hear that part. Yeah, it's it's a really good song. I love it. I love the album. It's really good. Nas never misses. That's gonna be song of the week. I feel it. It's coming up on the song of the week. I just feel it. Not this episode though. No, I just feel like it's gonna be a song of the week at some point. For for me? Yeah, for J Spot. Uh huh. I just feel it. Okay, people. Also, Tanisha, bless you. <laughs> you don't think so? You don't think you would make that song of the week? I don't know. You know songs of the week are songs that I listen to frequently. Oh, through the week? Through the week. Oh. So, I mean, you never know. It may tie into an episode. You never know. I, you know I, I, you know what? It's my song of the week. I, I ain't even heard it all. I just heard Charlie in the beginning. <laughs> That was it. That's Cheese all I need. and crackers. Okay. So, Tanache, bless you. Jesus. She uh, released her album, 333. Um, she has songs that I'm, like, kind of really getting into, you know. Tinashe. Angels and... Un- bless you. And Angels and Undo. This caught it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why did I just catch that out of the... What? When people say, Tanache, you say, bless you. Yes. <laughs> I said, Tanache, bless, bless you. <laughs> so, she has Angels and Undo, Back to My Heart, are the two songs that I like so far. We don't really have to. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm not. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just rude. <laughs> um, but the album is good though I actually enjoy it It's really good So an honorable mention Is Miss Barbara Streisand Who released the album Called Release Me 2 The number 2 I don't know why you said that And I thought of Barbara Walters <sighs> Forgive me 
and five and six and seven and eight. Okay, so now those are the new releases. So let's go ahead and let's talk about this Aretha movie. I am dying for you to tell me about it. First of all, it was really, really, I'm just, just telling y'all, I enjoyed my time at the theater. First of all, shout mm-hmm. out to IPIC. IPIC here in Houston over on Westheimer. Got a good old nasty good customer service <laughs> set up over there. <laughs> it was really. Dope. I enjoyed it. They it was I mean y'all it yeah. It was nice. The movie was great. Jennifer did as you say what she had to do. Did she? She did what she had to do. She understood said with me y'all. The, the assignment, assignment. She did. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really, um, I enjoyed it. You got to understand, uh, and I, I don't want to give away the movie because maybe some of the JBs have not had a chance to go and watch it yet. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. But you understand a little bit more of the Aretha that the later generation, such as myself, the one we got to know. Like, you got to understand why life was what it was for her in her later years. Mm-hmm. So they did a really good job of capturing some truth that, I, well, what we think is true. We still don't know. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how much of this movie is is fi- fictional versus reality. I know what they did get wrong when she went to Muscle Shows, Alabama. Spooner, Spooner is the reason we they came up with the the good tone for Never Love a Man. Aretha played, but her, Spooner really made it happen. So mm-hmm. shout out to Spooner if he's still alive down there. With the Muscle Shoals boys, you know? okay, but it was a great movie. It, it it didn't go too far into her life. It went. It just covered the early phases of her life, um, her marriage, her her first marriage, the children she had. Of course, one being pregnant at twelve, then again at fourteen. You know, it covered all of that, and which is, I mean, not unknown. We, we you know, I we, didn't know that. You didn't know? No. Oh well, maybe it isn't. But yeah, so she had her first child at 12, then she had her second one at 14. She was a severe alcoholic, and so it covers those trauma years where, you know, her mom died early on in life. Her her father, of course, had these these constant, you know, parties at his house where you could see R&B or, or soul at the time, as they called it, rock artists, gospel artists. They would all end up at her dad's house at, at these little lavish house parties he would throw throughout the years, and... You, you you see a different side of not just Aretha, but her dad. Because, I mean, C.L. Franklin, I mean, she always talked, you know, you learn that. Wow. Yeah. It's a good movie, people. I don't want to give it away. There's so much to it. There's a lot that goes on in the movie that you really get a chance. Jennifer did a great job. Marlon Wayans. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, we know him for comedy. Right. But he gave... In this drama series, some of to me, some of his best acting for that. I mean, he wasn't. It, you you didn't even really see Marlon Wayne in it. You you seen the character, which was her husband. He played Aretha's husband, first husband. What's his name? Glenn. Oh, dude from a different world, right? No, 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 no. That I think he was like her third husband. Oh, okay, okay. I think yeah, he was her, her third husband because her role manager ended up. Be, oh, both of her husbands. Her role manager ended up being her husband, and then. Um, the other guy ended up being her husband too, so she had, she, had, oh, okay. she had multiple husbands on there. But it was really, it was really cool. Um, and okay. I encourage everybody to go and see it. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna go see it like one of these days. I don't know when, but I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, we're going to see it. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to see it. Okay. All right. So then maybe I'll be able to come back and I'll be able to say how I felt about it. Yeah, you, you. I think you, you. I mean, we we typically like the same movies. 
I mean, you're typically. Liking. Yeah, so I think you're like it. I will say this. Jennifer did her good singing. I like what she did in this movie. She mm-hmm. didn't, she, they didn't play the tracks. I think when it's someone like Aretha or even Whitney, yeah, you almost have to let whatever whoever that singer is do it their way because who you cannot play, duplicate. Who would play Whitney? <sighs> Absolutely nobody. You mean as opposed to who can? Because people have tried in, in past no, I'm talking about pits. like they would really have to search all over to find a whip. Uh, 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 I'm about to say a to whip. To find me. a whipney, <laughs> a, a whipney, a whipney. They 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 really would. Um, they would have to look from high and low to find a whipney that would that could sing through. That as, could really as, do it. That could really really do it. I, I I don't know. I don't see it. But I know the guy that played Smokey. <sighs> Smokey is not as big as this guy was in the movie. <laughs> I. I so, <laughs> I've seen Smokey Robinson personally. He's I mean, not as big as the guy was in the movie. Jennifer is a natural loud person. She's just loud. She's a megaphone. If you see her, you just automatically think loud. She really matters. She talks loud. She sings loud. She's just loud. She's a loud person. She's but, loud. But, but I would have hated to be around her as a child when she cried. <laughs> I would just leave. <laughs> I'm just making you know what? Jennifer's crying. I'm out. I'm you, my mic. <laughs> like, can you just imagine? Wow. <laughs> Go away. Go away. Be like, you know what, girl? <laughs> have you me. seen any of her, her renditions of Aretha's song? I have. Lately? Did I like them? Have no. you liked them? Did you like them? No. I, I, I'm still, I guess because there's only one Aretha. And that's what I love about Jennifer doing it her way and putting her voice on this it. Is, this is my thing. And I mean, hear me out when I say this. Jennifer sings so hard and loud. Aretha's approach to certain things weren't like that. No, they were all, Aretha was meticulous. So it was kind of like, I saw her do an interview with, I forgot his name, with Stephen Colbert. And um, she said that the vocal coach told her that Aretha sings from her head down to her feet. But Jennifer sings from the feet up. And I said, you know, that's one hell of a way to say that. That Jennifer is that damn loud. (laughs) Like, it's like... (laughs) Jeez. So it's she pulls her sound from her feet. Right. And it's like, you know, Jennifer's voice is so hard and it's so loud and it's so big and it's so boisterous. It's just like one of those things where I'm just like, I really at this juncture, I can't hear her sing anything else but her music. Her own music. I can't I don't feel like she can do anyone else justice, but from the reviews they're saying that she sound great. She well, you know what? I was gonna say this. In the movie, she understood her assignment when I say that because she was she knew she had to tone down Jennifer right. Hudson and right. really you you hear no better example of that than when she sung Respect. Because okay. she did not sing Respect in a Jennifer tone. She brought it down to an Aretha tone. And Aretha was not Aretha, to me, was a type of person that you can listen to. Right. Like, you know, you can get through a song and listen. Like like Whitney. You could listen to Whitney because Whitney knew how much to give and how little to give. Right. So I think this is going to help shape her vocally, though. I think she's going to begin to understand that, you know. Okay. So I'm telling y'all, it's really a, a great watch. We thought that it was going to be made available to everyone on um 
on HBO or something, but you I know, for stay so. at home purposes. But apparently, they really want you guys to get out and go and watch this movie. How this? I mean, will, I did. Yeah, how this will affect uh, numbers, we don't know yet. We'll see. We'll watch this week and see what we're doing as far as box offices go. But it's definitely worth checking out one of your local theaters. They are creating social distance spaces, so you can go in and uh, enjoy this movie. It's available everywhere. Uh, so grab you some tickets and uh, go see it. Respect. All right, people. So this episode, like I said, is like mainly only about Aretha. We're not really going to go too much off topic off anything else. Our main focus is this. So I have a few songs that I want to talk about. And I'm I'm pretty much excited. So the first song that I'm going to unpack as one of my Aretha Franklin favorites is Until You Come Back to Me, which was co-written by Mr. Stevie Wonder. I didn't know Stevie Wonder wrote that. Yes. Who told you that? First, the very first person that told me that was my father. Oh, really? Because my father is an advocate music lover. What a pop. And (laughs) he is a very, like, my dad's musical collection is like mine, but he has the actual record. I hear Stevie in this now. He has the records. But this song was on her Let Me In Your Life album, which was released in 1974. So let's go. I sit and wait in vain. Yeah. I guess I rap on your door. Your door. Absolutely love this song. Um, I believe it was Mickey Howard who remade this song. And that was the first version that I heard as a child coming up. And then, like I said, my dad is a very... Mickey Howard remade this? Yes, she did. And then that's the first version that I've heard of the song. Then my dad, he kind of schooled me on. He was like, no, Aretha Franklin did that first. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, Stevie Wonder wrote that. And I was like, really? And he was like, you don't believe me? And he showed me the record. And then he played the song for me. And that's how I kind of got into like learning about album notes and learning, you know, things like that. So so your dad introduced you to that? My dad introduced me to looking it up for myself so that if anybody asked me, I would already know. My grandfather kind of schooled me on like the old school guys, like Cool in the Gang and all those. He would sing songs with me. So that's how, you know, I kind of got into things like that. Now, my grandmother, on the other hand, my grandmother just pushed me out there to, you know, to develop my talent. When I got old enough, then she let me go off into my own way. But at first, it was all about, no, you don't listen to that because I was young. I was a young girl, so I really wasn't supposed to be listening to those type of things. So I grew up on gospel music. Right. And so then when I got old enough. Well, old enough to understand what you were listening to. That's that what That was her thing. So, yeah. I get so sick and tired of seeing kids singing stuff. They don't know the lyrics. Exactly. So my grandmother just kind of wanted me to, you know. But anyway, next we have, of course, You Make Me Feel. 
Like a Natural Woman, which is a cover song. It was originally written and performed by Miss Carol King, who also sings one of my favorite songs called It's Too Late. If you haven't heard It's Too Late, the song is... And it's too late, baby. I didn't know that. Now you're teaching me some stuff. (laughs) So teaching me some stuff. Yes. So we're going to get into You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. I believe... Everybody likes both versions, Carol's version and Aretha's version. But I feel like more of us really, you know, know, we know it, Aretha's. Know Aretha's but That's right. we got to give homage to Miss Carol. That's right. Okay. Bless you, Miss King. Thank you so much. Let's go. Looking out on the morning rain. I used to feel so uninspired. actually had to sing this song in a talent competition i never told anybody but i worked at target at the time and target had this competition called like target idol or something like that and one of the guys that i worked with he played the drums in a jazz band and he heard me singing while i was working and he was like dude you have to sing in the competition i was like man please (laughs) so I actually went and I sung this song. I think what's cool about this song is, I think any song Aretha sings, you forget that someone sung it before her. Right. In any song she's ever covered, you forget. She's taking Dion songs and you forget Dion is the I don't know the obsession with the rival that you have with Aretha and Dion, but you are obsessed I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> you Actually, are obsessed got with that. Got to be real. I mean, just keeps me. But they were close. They were relatives. Or it's something. like you. It's or like if, can't something. nobody say nothing about Aretha without you bringing up Dion. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> I could be like, yeah. So you heard the song by Aretha? Well, you know, Dion. Ain't nobody asked you to bring her in this. Dion. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, she did daydreaming and and made it a hit, a bigger hit. I think. I mean, no, I think she did. I say a little prayer because Daydreaming was written by Miss yeah, Aretha Franklin. I, that, that too. You know what I mean? Say a little prayer. <laughs> you know what I mean, girl. Speaking of Daydreaming, the next song is Daydreaming. Well, that's why I got stuck on Daydreaming. <laughs> and it's but, off of Young, Gifted, and Black in 1972. Yes. And it was written by Miss Aretha Franklin. Tweet also remade this song, also. Uh, she did. I would not want to hear that. It was good, though. Huh? Oh, 
shower all the time daydreaming was not one of my songs until you i think you played it i did and then it became one of my songs I it's just that is that sissy in the beginning you have got my mom <laughs> i don't know but I, <laughs> I don't know if it was it may have been her then but i know uh-huh. later on in life when she went on the late show and stood back there behind aretha <laughs> <laughs> and she was like <laughs> Aretha said, I don't know what that was. It was very unflattering. <laughs> <laughs> he said, but she Ooh. was singing background. She was back there. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try this again because you keep telling me to go live and I'm going to try it again. That's right. That's right. Any of you that are listening, please send Jay a message and tell her, go live more. More live, more love. But I love the end. It was Thinking so- of you. All right, people. So we're trying this again, okay? Because I don't know. I don't really like it, but whatever. She don't like going live. I do not. Jay's like talking going to live. the live, y'all. Uh, Jay, I can don't. you take us into the next song? I'm sorry, people. So anyway, next. <laughs> so she must have a whole conversation. <laughs> hey, y'all. Let me tell you, I don't like this. <laughs> All right, so the next song is Sweet Sweet Baby Since You've Been Gone, let me, and it was on her Lady Soul album in 1968. My father introduced me to this song as well. My father is a very big Aretha Franklin fan. Just want to let y'all know, he is. So we were on our way out of town, and I had bought the Aretha Franklin, uh, what you call it, the um, greatest hits of Aretha Franklin, and this song was on there, and my dad was like, this was one of his favorite songs as a kid wow. growing up. So I thought I'd share it with you guys, so let's turn it up.
and I actually like I love how Aretha brings her gospel roots into almost everything that she sings. What everything you, that she what sings. you see in the movie though. Oh my God, Mary! Shout out to Mary J. Blige. She really did her good acting. Mary was in the movie. Mary was in the movie. I didn't even know that. Yes, she played Diana Washington, and it's a funny part. In I that. thought it was Dinah. I don't know. It's not Diana Washington. It's Dinah. I thought it was Diana Washington. It's Dinah Washington. Well, the movie got it wrong too. Okay. Uh, now, but uh, no, but you find you learn that which I didn't know. Aretha dropped a num- numerous amounts of jazz albums before oh, okay. she ever really dropped her her album that made her Aretha, which is you know the one that has never loved okay. a man on it. But you learn that she she Hi. had to find her voice. So that was really dope. Okay. So we're going to go into. All right. So there are two versions of the movie Sparkle. I just want everyone to know that there are two different. There are two versions. There's the Whitney version. And then there's the 1976 version. Now, I got introduced to the 1976 version when I was in summer camp. That's a long story. It's another story for another day and another chip for another dip. Okay, so this song is called Hooked on Your Love. It's on the Sparkle soundtrack, which was written by Mr. Curtis Mayfield. And, you know, Aretha sung every song that's on that album. So I never heard this song, but it feels good. It's in the movie. I'm going to start this over because I'm going to wait till you say turn it up. (laughs) Okay, you ready? Yeah, let's start it over first. Okay, so he wasn't he wasn't ready. How are y'all doing? You ain't going to be not. (laughs) Okay, that's why I don't like going live because I speak. Well, speak to this mic. <laughs> All right, okay, let's go. You ready? Tell me when. Now. Oh, not you. Just- they have to come true. Oh, baby, nothing to be sharp Nothing we have Hope loving you don't confuse you. Ooh, baby, I don't want to Remember it from the movie Sparkle? Vaguely. Okay. Vaguely. Vaguely you have remember. to you have to have seen the movie. I did, but I okay. remember it. I kind of like did, I never really watched Sparkle because it didn't interest me. I mean, Sparkle is a good movie though. I didn't watch it because it didn't interest me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, next, all right. Listen, this song holds a special place in my heart. Oh Lord. Okay. So first Take of all, it was sampled by. Take me there. By Slum Village and Kanye West, Selfish. The name of this song is called Call Me, and it's on the album This Girl's In Love With You, which was released in 1970. And uh, I just love the dramatics of it all, and I want Aretha to go ahead and do what she has to do.
Because this song is very long. <laughs> this song shows me how long Mel and Kylie been out. <laughs> Mel and Connie have been doing their thing for Kylie. years. I don't know who Kylie is, but I know Connie. <laughs> Mel and Connie been saying, doing their thing for years, This though. song gives me Mel. I mean, she brought Mel and Connie she into did. the studio. Yeah. She put them in that situation. Because this... Whew, she did. I love the song. I just like how she, at the end, when it gets to the like the the dramatic of the song, she's she like, "Call talking. me the moment you get there." <laughs> like he was getting on a greyhound. <laughs> she's like, "I love you. <laughs> Call me the moment you get there." And it's, I was like, "Riri, it's old school. They don't even do okay. breaks and songs like that no more. They ain't gonna tell nobody to call you the moment you get there." Okay, because uh, I'm tired of talking to them and you. Okay, so. <laughs> but you're supposed to lead them on so they could just see you in action. You ain't supposed to entertain them. They just there to watch you work. I, it makes me sweat. We got to get another camera in here. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay, so anyway, the next song is, this is actually a cover song, which is originally by the Doobie Brothers. Do you know who the Doobie Brothers are? Only Doobies I know. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Do you know who the Doobie Brothers are? If you ain't smoking them, I don't know. <laughs> so it was written by Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. I don't think that I have ever heard a version of this song that I actually enjoy, a cover version of a song that I actually enjoy. And I honestly love this. This is What a Fool Believes by Miss Aretha Franklin. It was off of her album Aretha in 1980. This is when the album, this album was released. And this is really, let's go. To like the song What a Fool Believes To actually enjoy this If you've never heard What a Fool Believes Then you don't really Know the gist of the Enjoyment I, You know what's so funny I only like One version And it ain't this one You like the original Yes Only I actually thought Riri did really really good With she this She did good with it But it, I think it was so much of It, it, it just From was, a singer's perspective from the way that, because the Doobie Brothers are known for their harmonies. We're talking about Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. Yes. They're known for that. Yes. So for Aretha to come. Oh, that's her name. Yeah, Michael McDonald. Yeah. So for Aretha to come in and put her own spin on the harmonies and make it black and, and gospel-y, the church girl in me is rejoicing right now. Right. She <laughs> did. Make, Aretha did give you songs that you could, if you were churchy, you felt comfortable 
easing over into R&B. Because you can see somebody playing the tambourine on this. I can see somebody coming down the aisle on this. <laughs> just in a good shot step. You know, but I think, like I said, their version, was, and I even know who the original authors were. Artists the Doobie were. Brothers. The Doobie Brothers. Okay, great. Um, I just love their version better. I just, it feels better. I, lo- I like both versions, and I honestly thought that I would never find a cover that I would enjoy of this song. So you just found this? I just found this. Really? I just, because you I- You would swear you've been knowing it. I had I know the song. I mean, I'm saying, but you swear you've been knowing about the cover. I've listened to it every day since I since I found it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on my way to work like, yes, tambourine tapping. <laughs> I mean, you know, because I had to really push myself I, I, I for this, this episode. I love that you really took time to sit with the music. I did, and I yeah. had to push myself. Like, I mean, I pushed myself hard. You took this, this assignment time. and you ran. I did. I so you proud. talking about you passed. I'm like, okay, you whatever. You passed, <laughs> yeah, because we gotta be diverse, and you were able to diversify yourself at the drop of a hat. Now, you... I also want to say something real quickly. If you hear that saxaboom in the background of this song. Yes. What was it about the 80s and the saxaboom? What? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I was? I realized <laughs> I just caught this the other day that if you go into eighties, even early some nineties, you don't have many good songs where a whole a whole horn section was not present. I mean, but in the eighties, the saxophone was well, where it was at. It was, but, but I mean, what's that guy name? He's a white guy, and I watched the documentary. Kenny on G. No, this is another guy. He played with he played with Tina Turner. He, he, oh, David Foster. Yes, I watched that documentary and it was freaking good. Yes, it was amazing. I it was it. great. It I was great. It. I loved every single minute of it. <laughs> Clearly, it was great. Point fingers but, and everything. But that saxaboom. I don't a care. Saxa boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said about my life. Saxa boom. <laughs> you i'm gonna just go into your next song what was that about <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. girl i got to go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Go, really yeah i'm coming yeah, in a hurry yeah, yeah. uh-huh here's the reason why Sorry, y'all. I apologize. God, I wasn't ex- ex- expecting that. Oh. Okay, jump. Wait, didn't 
Luther do yes, this? Yes, he did. He co-wrote it. <laughs> and then turned around and did his own version of you it? Can, I think so. And you can hear him singing on the background in this. Or maybe, did he, I just remember hearing Luther doing this song. He did have a song of this. That's crazy. But Luther and, and Aretha Ooh. shared some of the same principles. They did. That you can cover a song after it's been out for a while. <laughs> <sighs> was, a, was a saxophone in this song? get the rest of it out y'all i'm so sorry but this is called jump to it it was on her album by the same name jump to it which was released in 1982 like we discussed it was co-written by mr luther vandross and you can probably hear him in the background <clears throat> so um next we have ever changing times which is featuring mr michael mcdonald it was released in 1991 off of the album what you see is what you sweat i have always loved this song I think this, it was in 1991, I was a little girl, and I remember this song making, I don't know who I was with, but it made them cry. <laughs> I see the clock upon the wall. But it don't bother me at all. These are ever-changing times. And these ever-changing times. That guy tour, I think this right here. All of my life, <laughs> it comes back to you and me running out of time. It was my mother, y'all. She cried to this song. <laughs> and as a child, after that, I would always sing the song, and I would feel like I was supposed to be sad too. When you sing it, when I sung it. But as I it got made older, me sad just now. As I got older and I listened to the words of the song, it's like, oh, I see. Mm. Maybe she was going through a breakup. Oh, and you didn't know. And I didn't know. Oh, that'd be bad. Because, I mean, the words are, I see the clock upon the wall, but it don't bother me at all. These are ever-changing times. And then Aretha comes in. It comes back to you and me running out of time. You know? You know, it kind of I kind of feel like her and Patty was rivaling a little bit. Oh. Because Patty had on my on own. On my own. That's what this made me feel like. And then Riri came back and said ever changing times. Because I've been on my own since time been changing. Oh. These ever changing times will leave you on your own. But see, they did she did Michael wrong on this one because he came in at the end. Maybe Michael did himself right and said she ain't about to be mm-mm. You have artists. Hold on. Didn't Patty sing with him too? 
on on my own. Why did it end this way? You know what? Now you own to something. Now oh, I wonder if he, if they produce this. If if he produced both of these songs, I don't know. I wonder. He may have did. But he, this man was black. Yeah, Janae calls him her white daddy because our last name is McDonald. <laughs> She'd be like, my white daddy. <laughs> Shout out to Nate. Shout out to Nate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so this next song. Now, listen, this song was released in 1985. Me and my dad, we used to love this song. It's called Freeway of Love. It was released in 1985, like I said, and it was on her album, Who's Zooming Who? Now, this song is so churchy. I don't, I can't. It's churchy, y'all. The church girl or boy inside of you comes out when you hear this song. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Aren't you a vision in white? How'd you get your pants so tight? <laughs> I thought that was a joke. <laughs> no, she was real. <sighs> she said, it looks like you've been living right. And you see that sax of boom. <laughs> 1985, the sax When y'all want to know how all these kids got here, the sax boom It's a boom or a bust. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can't laugh. At you, you got know. one more wipe, or you lose your whole lip on that paper towel. <laughs> <gasps> I just realized all the red of the lipstick is gone. I took it off before I started. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, y'all. So the next song is called "In Case You Forgot." It's off of her 1998 album "A Rose Is Still a Rose." This is another one of the songs that my mama used to drive and cry to. Uh, <laughs> I love this song. Have you heard this? No, but I just, I just, I'm just waiting on Drew Hill to come in with her. In case you forgot, turn it up. Riri finna sing to y'all. Something is wrong, baby. Is a feeling gone, baby? Baby, I need to refresh.
got you, Riri. I got you on background. Let's go. You've never heard this. I can't believe I just realized your mama didn't have some some crazy relationships. This is one of those songs back then. This no, this is one of them songs right now. <laughs> what you mean? Because folk going through this right now and don't have the appropriate song and they ending up in jail. Well, I hope I helped you out. <laughs> Yeah, y'all need to cut that jazz and seven off and stop busting these. Y'all need to turn that off. <laughs> Just all you need to do is start it over. Up until that's what you need to do. As soon as he walk in the house, I need you to go over there and sit down. <laughs> so, but I got something I got to say to you. What's what this music on for? Don't worry about it. Just sit down. I'm, I'm gonna go take a shower. Just no, 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 no. Hold on. Just listen. Listen to me. Something is wrong, babe. It's a feeling gone, baby. I'm gonna get my keys. I'm gonna go to your house. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Joe's house. It's all right. <laughs> that ain't worried about cooking for me. I'm like, <laughs> no, she's talking about these songs had questions in them. 1998 was a good year for this type of song. This just goes to show you. But see, this is when we were coming up. This type of song would not fly today because young girls don't think like this today. Exactly. They think, exactly. make the accusation. She asking the question. Now, you know what's funny? Women back in the day would ask the question mm-hmm. and already have the answer. See, I'm old school. That's my rule. If I get to asking you, that means I know. I, yeah, she, now that's, that, see, this shit, and you know what's so funny? I say this because nowadays when young girls say, well, how did I end up back with him? Maybe <laughs> because you never asked the questions with the answers in your Hello. hand. Hello. Hello. You didn't ask. I say, I say this. I gave a preface. And I said, listen, I don't question where you're going, what you're doing. I don't go through your phone. I don't do that. But if I ask you something, mm. that means I already know and I need you to tell me the truth. If you lie to me, it's going to be worse for you and not me. Not so I need you to tell me what I already know. And tell it all. And tell it all. We made a pact. I told him, you have to promise me that you will always tell the truth if I ask you a question. And to this day, if I ask him, he's going to tell me. The truth. The truth. Whether I like it or not. Because I could be like, well, I saw such and such, such and such. And he'll be like, well, yeah, but let me explain what this is. Okay. That's all I need. Truth Other than that, I'm not going to go through your phone. I'm not going to ask you who you texted. If your phone rings, you sit next to me and you choose to answer it. I'm not going to be in your business because I got my own. That's how grown women handle shit. I'm just saying, when you hit it, I just wish I had a good old nasty 80s, 90s breakup. Ooh! Listen. Because, I mean, when you had to go break, when you pull out this kind of stuff, this is an album worth of this. Listen, I grew up in this era. So imagine me, in 1998, I think I was just, I was just about to go to high school while I was already in high school. Did you say 98? 98. I thought you said 88. I thought you said, baby, you doing something. No, 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 no. 98. So imagine me. Singing my little heart out with my mama <laughs> Like I done went through some shit But you know what Now you start thinking He was cheap when he was at a locker <laughs> He go you know what I had told her to God. call him on three way And he didn't answer for me But he answered answer for, for her 
In case you forgot, I was the one that gave you the pencil sharpener. I'm in the back seat with my mama talking about, in case you forgot. I <laughs> my mama looking at me like, girl, what the hell you going to are we in the same boat? Talk about don't worry about it. He asked me, could he borrow my pen? And he took my heart with it. Yeah, my baby, you got to watch these Negroes. They dogs, they'll take your stuff. <laughs> Tell me, I know, mama. Take my pencils, both of them. Then when he called you, talking about, I was in the car with my mama and I heard this song and I feel like this is describing where we're at at this moment in our relationship. He pick up the phone, talking about, hello. He's talking about, what song is this, a new song? No, but I just really feel like, man, you need to talk. Because when you walk past me in the hallway, I didn't really understand. So I'm going to let Aretha say what I have to say. Okay, go ahead. Listen. He's talking about what? You, all you going to hear is, that nigga hunger. <laughs> and you try to call him back and he done put you on the black list. <laughs> But I guess he completely forgot. I get, and then you call his homeboy Fred. What's wrong with Bobby? <laughs> Why he not answering? <laughs> no, you call. Your friend is really ignorant. <laughs> you be like, then the friend be like, ah, what you talking about? And that depends. Because if the friend like you, it's based, it just depends. Because, you know, in school you just had that way. You just had to be the friend to the friend. Yeah. You know. Cause he was waiting And then he be like I told you He wasn't no good I've been watching you Go through it Since 7th grade <laughs> Saxaboo <laughs> Tell me No you got it wrong Sex up <laughs> Shit I never did it Next y'all Is Off the same album A Rose Is still a rose Oh this is my jam Which was written by Miss Lauren Hill So Let's go I realize that you've been hurt deeply because I've been there. But regardless to who, what, why, when, and where, we're all precious in his sight. And a rose is still and always will be a rose. Everybody was going crazy over this song when it first hit. They was like, and Lauren Hill wrote it? It's a it was a choir song. You think so? Did you, you don't understand? Listen, this is a choir song. When you was in choir and this song got to the chorus, baby, a good left and right. You're still a flower. <laughs> it can leave you and it take you. Uh-huh. Make you and then break you. Darling, you hold the power. <laughs> oh, you better harmonize it. You got a melody in your heart. You know, when they came out with that new uh, Toy the Rose, this song came to mind for me. And I just thought... Uh. 
You know what? That's you enough sex for today. <laughs> That's enough sex for today. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. First of all, I feel like this song is a good song of empowerment for women who are going through things, especially if you're going through a bad breakup. This is a reminder that a rose is still and always will be a rose. And I love how she says in that song, without him, your life goes on, sis. I like that. But if you hook that rose up to you, this going this to <laughs> be you. David. <laughs> I'm done. No, 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 no. You hook that thing up. (laughs) And a rose. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. I'm just saying. (laughs) If that's anybody got one, will tell you that's that's the note. I'm done. Okay, y'all. This is the last song on my Aretha (laughs) Franklin. I can't. No. Jesus. Pieces, pieces. Okay. Jesus. So we have come to the last song <laughs> that's on this list. It's off her off her album So Damn Happy, which was released in 2003. The name of this song is Wonderful and yeah, I never mind, I'm not going to do that. But I love this song. So, let's go over it. I love this song too. I love it. I I I do. She still did the long intros. <laughs> Feels like I've seen you before Maybe in a past life You were mine and I was yours Cause the vibe we share Feels so comfortable Is it possible Someone can make me lose control Finding it hard to breathe Cause I just can't believe You're feeling me like I'm feeling you I had to pinch myself Oh Cause nobody else Giving me such a chill Okay ladies If you feel this way about your man Let's go I just gotta let you know In case you didn't know I I, I, I think you're wonderful There's this thing you to me, that thing that makes me weak, baby, I, 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 I think you're wonderful, yay, what's your name, this is just one of those feel-good songs you can be with your boo and be like, you know what, let me play this for him, because he look cute today, giving me that old school love, <laughs> saying I'm the only one, <laughs> oh my god, Look what you've done to me Finding it hard to breathe I just came No <laughs> I had to pinch myself Ow <laughs> Giving me such a cheer Okay y'all we can do it as a choir one more time Let's go I just gotta let you know In case you didn't know I, I, I 
I really enjoyed sharing my Aretha Franklin faves with you guys. And if you were singing along with me, I love the fact that you sung along with me. This song right here is, once again, it's called Wonderful. It's off her 2003 album titled So Damn Happy. And all of the lists, all of the songs will be listed in the description box. So, last but not least, y'all, I do have a song of the week, even though this is a bonus episode. I mean, why not? So the name of this song is called Everlasting Love and it's by Miss Shaka Khan featuring Rufus. Love, 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 love this song. I love I'm it. I'm still stuck in wonderful. I'm sorry. Isn't it such a great song it though? It's, I lo- yeah. it's such a feel good song. I just think the J spot, the JBs are wonderful. Yes, in case you didn't know. <laughs> we'll be clapping to that. Let me go ahead. Anyway, this song is called Everlasting Love. It's by Rufus featuring Shaka Khan or Shaka Khan featuring Rufus. I don't know. It's featuring one or the other. I've always loved this song. I used to hear it on Magic 102 during the quiet storm. It is on every slow jam CD that I have made. I actually got it on Apple Music. He's not lying because I remember you stole one out of my car. But... (laughs) We ain't going down that road. Just turn it up. Dreaming, I think of sunsets. How high my high gets. I want to give you an everlasting love. I want to fill your life with a satisfying love. All you Satisfying love. <laughs> so you just gonna let me sing all through the episode, huh? You did some singing today. <laughs> I was in the mood. You sung this whole episode. Oh, you. It's a bonus episode, so I feel like I can have fun. We have fun. Moonlight. We did a bonus since the beginning. What what bonus episode did we do before? Oh, we never did one. No, this is this is. I feel like this is special. This was special. This was special. Yeah, I just want to hear my part. I want to give you an everlasting love. I want to feel your life with. Shaka really did some singing though. That's the center pine song with us. Saxo. Boom. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me with this bonus episode. I had so much fun talking about my favorite Aretha Franklin songs. Don't forget that there were some new releases. Mr. Nas released an album, and Tanache, bless you, she released the album also. <laughs> the song of the week is called Get Yourself. Everlasting Love by Rufus featuring Shaka Khan and Shaka Khan featuring Rufus. <laughs> I don't. 
No. <laughs> like twins, you just can't get them together. Come on, come here, Jarvis and Jaren. Jaren and whichever one of y'all is. <laughs> so, like I say, every single week, remember to drink your water and mind your business. And while you are minding your business and drinking your water, please don't forget to listen to the J Spot. We're going to let Shaka, and I hope you play Shaka this time because I do not want to go through what I went through with PJ. So, let's hope that we're letting Shaka take us home. Go. Okay, people. <laughs> I feel like we should end it on a happy note. So, Aretha. Just for the record. Jay is in full control of her productions. <laughs> We're not being defined. <laughs> Don't nobody come right in here talking about I should be fired. <laughs> he goes to the listen. email talking about to whom it may concern. <laughs> and then end it sincerely. Sacks of boom. <laughs> Don't y'all start writing, okay? Don't y'all, don't y'all be sending emails to your, to your manager at work and talk about sincerely Keisha in accounting. Saxable. How you feel about it? Saxable. <laughs> what you say, Saxable? <laughs> what? Well, y'all don't forget to get y'all tickets to the J-Spot Live. We only got two spots left, people. Two spots. So until we meet again, hugs and kisses. I'm out. Peace. Oh.